What's up, everyone? Welcome to my podcast, A Little at a Time. My name is Joe, and I believe that every day is a fresh opportunity to grow and to get better. When it comes to growing, small changes are what lead to big results. So in each episode, I'll talk about one big idea, break it down, and offer practical advice to help us improve how we work, how we live, and how we think. After all, it's better to get better a little at a time. Let's jump in. Hey guys, welcome to episode three of A Little at a Time. I am so excited to dig into this week's big idea. But first, just in case this is your first experience with the podcast, let me take just a minute to orient you to the show. My name is Joe, and I love learning and growing in ways to just get better. I'm hardwired for it. And so I've put together the content for this podcast to share some things I've learned or am continuing to learn in case you can glean anything from my experience. So each week we focus on one central topic, and while the implications of that big topic or idea could be life-changing, I really like to break things down to bite-sized pieces so they're easier to understand and apply. So, with that, today's big idea is one of my favorite principles. I use this in my life every single day. It's called the aggregation of marginal gains, or said more plainly, getting a little better over and over so that we can be a lot better over time. I'm a huge fan of this concept because it works. And you can use it, honestly, to improve any area of your life. And maybe the best part is that you can make some serious improvements without having to make some kind of gigantic, sweeping, overnight change. Honestly, when I really think about it, today's idea is really what birthed the concept for this entire podcast. I say it in the intro every time, and I'll say it again. I believe that small changes lead to big results. And so today, we are going in on some small changes. So best-selling author, James Clear, side note, man, if you haven't read his book, Atomic Habits, I highly recommend it. But he tells what has become a really well-known story in the leadership and business world of a cycling coach named Dave Brailsford, who was hired to coach the British national cycling team in the early 2000s. Until that point, the British team wasn't exactly known for much success in the professional cycling arena, and they wanted to change that. You see, what Coach Dave preached that really made him different was an approach to improvement that was all about finding and improving small, almost insignificant things by just 1%. He believed that over time, lots of minor adjustments and small decisions would add up and eventually lead to major improvements. So as his team applied this idea to cycling, they did things a lot that a lot of professional professional cycling teams do. They tested different bike components to see which ones helped the riders perform better. They tried different jersey materials to see which were the most aerodynamic. But they didn't stop there. Coach Brailsford also did things like tested the pillows that his riders slept on to see which helped them sleep the most soundly. And then he made sure they had those exact pillows every night. They even hired a doctor to show the team how best to wash their hands so they would be least at risk to catch a cold and thusly perform 
less than their best. So over time, they made tons of these small adjustments to eke out really seemingly insignificant and almost imperceptible improvements. But you know what? It worked. In the 2008 Olympics in Beijing, the team won gold in over half of the cycling events. And four years later, they dominated the Olympics in London. And past that, they went on to win five out of six Tour de France races in the late 20-teens, just, just in that time stretch alone. That's really amazing. And here's why this story really excites me. We can take this exact same idea and apply it to our daily, normal, nine-to-five lives. It doesn't matter how big or small the goal is or what you want to accomplish. If you want to get in shape, if you want to eat better, if you want to write a book, read your Bible, get more sleep, learn a musical instrument, win a championship, hey, it doesn't matter because the possibilities are endless. You see, I think we fall into the trap, and I, I know I certainly have, of believing that if I want to see some improvement in my life, it's got to be some big, drastic, and super visible thing. I think the way that we see other people uh, have their success, whether through stories or TV specials or books or, or even social media, that's sort of convinced us that the big improvements have to happen at big, life-altering moments. We can be really quick to write off certain ambitions we have just because we think that the size of the goal will only happen with a proportionally sized accomplishment. But here's the deal. That's just not true. And really, it's not necessary. So this idea of doing things better a little in order to make them better a lot makes me think of another concept that I do want to mention here. So just for a minute, let me talk about mindsets, okay? Specifically two kinds of mindsets. When it, when it comes to how we think about ourselves and our ability to change different aspects of our lives, the field of psychology tells us that we all fall into one of two mindsets, okay? A fixed or a growth mindset. You see, a fixed mindset is one that believes that our abilities, our intelligence, our character are all static, okay? Unchangeable. A fixed mind is one that says, I am the way I am, and there's nothing I or you can do about it. But a growth mindset, on the other hand, is one that believes that our abilities, our intelligence, and our character can be changed and improved, aka, I can do better, I can get better. And I know that it's easy to fall into a fixed mindset about things from time to time, and I probably don't have to convince you of how frustrating or hopeless it feels when you feel like you're stuck in that place, or how frustrating it is to deal with someone else who has a fixed mindset. But to me, the concept of a fixed mindset seems to fall apart when we think about growing through these marginal gains. So before we get to the how-to, let me give you a couple of examples of how this breaks down. First example, your goal is to lose 100 pounds. Okay, well, right off the bat, that just seems like a mountain, okay, one that's just too high to climb. I mean, why even try when that's the size of the obstacle we're trying to overcome? I know I'm talking to someone who knows the exact feeling I'm talking about, but here's the deal. By taking this 1% approach, we break that mountain down. Anyone can skip dessert once a week, right, or, or do two push-ups a day. Or go for a 10-minute walk down to the corner and back. 
do those things enough times and the results add up. They compound. Soon, skipping uh, dessert three or four times a week is easy. Doing 20 push-ups is a piece of cake. And before you know it, all of the tiny, consistent adjustments are adding up and the pounds are melting off. Example two, you've decided that you want to change your outlook on life. You're tired of living in a place of anxiety and fear and you want to become a glass half full person. You want to become an optimist. Well, at first glance, that's a monumental goal. I mean, we're talking complete mindset shift here. But let's break it down. See, don't fall into the trap of thinking that the only way you're going to become an optimistic person is through some sort of earth-shattering, life-changing, cloud-breaking, rainbow and unicorn showering moment. A way more successful and likely way that you're going uh, to get there is by making a bunch of small decisions to choose something hopeful over something hopeless. All of said decisions, okay, smiling when you feel like frowning, uh, praying instead of complaining, choosing faith over fear, these are all going to compound and compound and compound until you don't remember what it's like to see the glass half empty anymore. So, in light of this idea, don't miss this. It's not too late. Things can get better. Your habits can get better. Your thoughts can get better. You can get better. Now, what good is this about this idea if we don't make it practical? I truly, truly believe that this concept can be a real game changer for so many people out there. So let's let's make it simple. Let's make it applicable. When it comes to getting the most out of this concept, I think it's important to do four things. Okay, four steps. First, pick your thing. Okay, because this principle, okay, the aggregation of marginal gains, uh, it, it makes progress so simple and attainable, it's tempting to start choosing, you know, five or six different areas to, to start working on. But don't. Okay, if you're new to this idea, resist the urge to splurge. Okay, pick one goal area. Save money. Get in shape. Read a book. Write a book. Win a match. Hey, you pick, but when you pick, pick one. Okay, second, make it doable. Think behavior rather than goal. Okay, goals are finite. Behaviors are ongoing. Okay, goals are far off. Behaviors are attainable today. So once you've decided on your target area, you've got to shift to thinking about improvement in, in that thing, not as a single momentous achievement, but in terms of repeatable, actionable, concrete behaviors, right? Think push-ups rather than lose 100 pounds. Third, make it easy, okay? Instead of thinking about all the options you have to make your, your one thing better, I want you to reduce, 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 okay? Boil down the possible actions you could take to uh, to something really, really simple that you can do every day. Okay, so for our example of becoming an optimistic person, we're not going to try to read two books on optimism a month. Okay, we're not going to start there. We got to go smaller. I'm talking write down one positive thought on a post-it note a day small. Okay, so find the smallest reasonable action that will start you down the road to success. So for you, writing down one thought is just too easy. Then, hey, moving to something more involved is okay. But just remember, 
Our goal is to do things in the 1% category really, really consistently, not things in the 50% category kind of sometimes, okay? The key here is that we want this action or this habit, this behavior that we're creating to be so easy that we remove any possibility of avoiding it or missing it. Okay, that's what makes the big sweeping changes so hard. We get to the, oh my gosh, this is awful part uh, right off the bat. And then we have to fight through that feeling every day until it finally gets to the point where it's just easier to not even bother. So the easier the action, the more likely we're going to do it every single day. Hey, and the last step is to do just that. Okay, do your action, make your decision, practice your behavior every single day. Okay, this is the key to this principle's success. Stay consistent. As a matter of fact, you should make consistency the top priority. Okay, the aggregation part of this idea is just like accruing interest in a savings account or an investment. Okay, the daily impact of a small change is never noteworthy. But over the course of a few weeks, months, and even years, the changes and the improvements become huge. So, if you're ready to get better a lot by getting better a little over and over and over and over, hey, let's make it happen. Decide what you want to improve. Think behaviors instead of goals. Make it easy and do it every day. All right. That's the big idea. So you guys who are familiar with the show know we got one more little portion called the free advertisement. And fair warning, for today's free ad, I'm going to nerd out just a little bit. Okay, I want to tell you about a product that I use regularly, almost every day. And that product is Grado Headphones. Okay, the Grado Headphone, well, really the Grado Labs company, is a family-owned operation that makes really beautiful handmade headphones in a single small building in Brooklyn, New York. And I'll tell you straight up that I think they sound fantastic. Okay, if I had an allowance to spend on upgrading my music um, listening experience, without a doubt, I would go Grado over Beats, over Bose, just about over any other brand. And I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, I listen to music uh, the way that a lot of people watch movies. Okay, so... Um, I, I'm not. I don't. I don't turn on Spotify in the background while I do other things. But I sit at my music at my listening station, um, where I've got some dedicated toys and gear, uh, and I'll just sit and just listen really intentionally. Sometimes through an entire album without moving, I mean, just like you would sit down and watch a movie, maybe in you know at, 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 on your uh, TV in your living room. So these the Grados, okay? They're made with a really simple design out of simple parts and materials, they don't cost an arm and a leg, and best of all, they sound great. And when I say great, I mean when I wear them, I feel like I'm getting the closest thing to live music that there is in headphone form, which, if you ask me, is kind of the goal. So whether you're a dedicated audiophile or a casual Spotify listener, hey, if you've never checked out Grado's, Grado headphones before, I highly recommend them. Well, that's all I've got today, everybody. I hope you found today's content informative and engaging. Remember, it's better to get better a little at a time. God bless. <laughs>